0: what's up guys my name is arnav Chakraborty, and you are listening my podcast is the wrestling radio by arnav Chakraborty, and this is episode seven is the rise and fall of acw i'm talking about the acw and there are so many questions about that everybody needs to know that why did extreme championship wrestling you could just say that ecw original fail as a company i don't know what we will let you know I will give such a original things that you will got very very shocking about that because uh, ECW was the most powerful and the most popular wrestling entertainment in all over the world because everybody knows that ECW knows the hardcore industry because you, you, you can use chair ladders, you can use tables, the fire extinguishers, candlesticks and thumb tags and fire also petrol and any equipments and Fire extinguishers are available, but you can just say that there are so many extreme rules without extreme No wrestling because this is the main motto or you can just say that ECW made only for wrestling things and have you ever noticed about that? there are some matches the ropes are replaced into the steel ropes because the steel ropes are, were went to bites like that. The steel ropes are attached with the teeth like that. If you if you touch, then your hand will cut into the ropes. You can just say about that. If you if your body was touched into the nail bitten ropes, nail bites teeth type ropes, then your your body will always a bleeding like that because these are the, the hardcore types that Sabu played in so many matches. Let's talk about the main things of the ECW elements. Okay, the main thing is there are several reasons why ECW ultimately failed although it was successful for a time. Yes, it was absolutely awesome and it was absolutely true that ECW was so successful in time. You can just see that on 90s, on 1998, or on 1999, you can just see that there are WW, WWF versus WCW and ECW matches from Survivor Series. On Invasion, WCW and ECW win for a time because, and because it was WWF, but you can just say that it was placed on WCW Invasion and it was lost on Survivor Series match. Or you can I'm just talking about the WCW and ECW was lost by WWE on Survivor Series match due to the due to the winning of Cardangle because Cardangle was supporting ECW in this group, but I can just say about that cardangle was originally not in ECW but it was originally in WWF because Cardangle never debut on ECW and now never debut on wcw but after a long time after the return of the ecw paul evan brought back the ecw and you can just say about that card angle after the return of the ecw card angle then debut on ecw you can just say about that okay the main thing is the biggest reason it failed is because it never had enough money to truly compete with WWE in wcw todd gordon the real founder of the promotion invested money of his own to get the promotion started and actually he gave it a good start. Unlike Paul Heyman, Todd Gordon was good at managing money and used his money fairly wisely in the early days of ECW. He was the man who was responsible for ECW's ability to grow from just an ordinary indie into an indie that was beginning to get talked about in his area as the best indie in the Philadelphia area. Or even the best one in Penn is Pennsylvania. You can just say about that. I just true awesome. There are some names in the country that I am from India. And everybody should say that. who is Pennsylvania. Okay. That's, that's, this is not a man. I can just say about that Pennsylvania is the country. You can just say that Pennsylvania is a city. In US. But I can just say that I love Pennsylvania. I love Philadelphia. So... It's good. Sounds good. Okay, his first great idea was to recruit Eddie Gilbert as the company's first poker. Gilbert, a veteran of wrestling's territory system, had a wealth of knowledge from having worked around the country's various territories, but especially from working for Bill Watts in the UWF, formerly Mid South Wrestling. Mid South was a groundbreaking organization in the eighties which actually was the closest thing there had ever been to an ECW. Mid-South's success was due to the great TV shows it put on considered among the best, if not the best, of the early mid-80s. Cowboy Bill Watts was the creative force behind Mid-South and later the promotion named the Universal Wrestling Federation, which it grew into in an attempt to sound more like a national promotion than a regional one. Watt's philosophy was, the, was to give the fans what they wanted. The mud, the blood, and the beer. Sound like ECW. It should. It was the forerunner to it. They had wild, bloody matches and realism. They never made the mistake of getting cartoonish or insulting the fans' intelligence. Watt's was so meticulous about making sure that didn't insult the intelligence of the fans that he actually fined wrestlers for doing things in the ring that didn't make sense. For example, Watts would find a wrestler for turning his back on his opponent. Imagine how different today's WWE would be if they enforced that rule, it would be unrecognizable. Watts also fined wrestlers for doing what he calls season moves like a wrestler raking his fingernails down the back of his opponent. Watts hated that and said, if you do that, you better leave scratch marks on his back or I will find you. That was where Eddie Gilbert's knowledge of poking realistic, intense, bloody wrestling matches came from and, Watts was the man he learned from the most. Gilbert caught a name in Philadelphia area from having some wild matches with Terry Funk, including a chain match that was considered revolutionary for its time. Gilbert was also ECW's original top babyface. You can just see a baby face mm, like that. Okay, Todd Gordon made another brilliant decision in hiring Terry Funk as the promotion's top heel that was the initial foundation of ECW then standing for Eastern Championship Wrestling. The, they hired the public enemy, attack team which became incredibly popular in ECW. Paul Evan eventually wrestled control of ECW away from Eddie Gilbert and renamed it Extreme Championship Wrestling during a landmark turning point match in the promotion's history in which Shane Douglas, who had won an NWA tournament to become the NWA's new heavyweight champion did one of the most courageous things Russell has done, business woos because it could have ruined him had it gone wrong. In a move that shocked the indie scene and the NWA in general, Shane Douglas threw down the NWA title and hosted the ECW heavyweight title overhead as he cut a legendary promo where he insisted. That he refused to accept the torch from an organization that died. Rest in peace. Short from RIP. Seven years ago. Instead he declared himself the extreme championship wrestling heavyweight champion of the world. The real ECW was born. I can just say about that. ECW. Everybody knows that ECW came from the 20s. But it's absolutely wrong. ECW was an oldest wrestling association. But you can just say that ECW was from 90s and 80s. There was no WWE. But it's from WWF. They're falling from 90s. But WWE eventually bought ECW and WCW. I don't know what the hell is going on. But I think it's a good thing that WWW WW needs a proper business because this company is not running very well. I don't know, but it would be running very well because what if Parliament does it? Because Parliament deserves to be on ECW. I completely shocked that Parliament came on ECW, he faced as a manager. Okay, just say that I can just say about that. I love ECW chants do you know i want to tell you something about that that paul heyman came on evolve wrestling after the after he came from evolve wrestling with a shocking appearance paul heyman everybody was chanting on ecw 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 i was completely afraid i was not afraid of ecw chants but i really love to listen ecw because i want ECW should bring back because I didn't want to loss of ECW I didn't want to see the loss of ECW but I can just say about that ECW was a good wrestling event in wrestling industry because it promotes so many hardcore matches and nobody can say about that ECW is the most worst match ever. But there are some criticisms like that. That Vince McMahon was a critic, big critics, high hand, huge critics. That you can just say about that. I think it is over. WWE should handle this. I don't know. But I can just say about that. Fuck you, Vince. I'm just kidding you like that. Okay. Paul Heyman gave Douglas the option to not to do that off. He thought it was too disrespectful to the NWA and it's to Douglas' credit that he did it. The Heyman proceeded to book a series of matches between Douglas and the legendary former NWA heavyweight champion Terry Funk managed to gain the ECW title from Douglas for a short time and then lost it back to Douglas in the next game-changing event in ECW's history. The legendary three-way match between Funk, Douglas, and Savoy in a 60-minute match that was the match that turned ECW into a hardcore promotion. That event held on May 2, 1994 drew a thousand people and also featured future ecw stars such as the sandman tommy dreamer and the tasmaniac later known as tas ecw was taken off taking off if i talking about who is the tasmanian tasmanian is tas he is right now in aew that he brought back FTW championship which was, which was this championship was belong to ECW. This championship was reborn. You can just say about that EC. this FTW championship belt was introduced on ECW during 90s and after the return of the ECW this championship was never returned and after a long time Taz has decided to bring this FTW championship on ECW. Because if, if you watch AEW, you can just feel about that there's something some mixed up with the WCW elements and the ECW elements. You can just say the ECW part from Taz and the WCW part from Sting, Tony Shivaya. Chris Jericho or everything like that but I can just say about that I think AEW should bring the ECW hardcore elements that should boost up the ratings oh yeah okay let's talk about it over the next three years EW was a revolutionary force in pro wrestling it truly was a revolution in that it presented pro wrestling in a way never done before in the USA. Angels Stolen that appealed to adults. Wild, bloody matches that felt featured wrestlers doing hardcore things such as putting each other through tables and cutting edge promos. Their top heel in nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety six was the franchise Shane Douglas, who retained his ECW while facing a string of Opponents, including legendary wrestlers, as Ron Simmons, you can just say it's, I can just say if Ron Simmons didn't know, you can just say it's Farouk from WWF. <laughs> Road Warrior Hawk and Charlie Blanchett. Is it Tassel Blanchett's father or not? I don't know. Let's see later. Lifetime. Defeating wrestling who had been big stars in national promotion's game, Douglas and ECW credibility, Douglas also innovated the shoot-style promo in repeatedly calling out Ric Flair. And would mix reality with storyline, Douglas would talk of his real-life heat with Flair, especially in the far ahead of his time. 30-minute promo named Evolution of a Franchise in which Douglas criticized Ric Flair for holding him back because Flair didn't want to pass the torch to the next generation of wrestlers. Douglas said, Ric Flair, I hate your guts. I hate everything you stand for. Meanwhile, one of the greatest feuds in pro wrestling history. Raven was a Tommy Dreamer, a three-year feud was the hottest thing in ECW and caught both Raven and Dreamer over as genuine stars. The gang stars was embroiled in a feud with the public enemy which was also very successful and was the beginning of New Jack becoming a star in his own right. ECW and everything it needed to become the force. It became over the next three years and ECW had some of the best wrestling TV shows and live matches ever seen during that time. Oh, yes. I just love to see ECW. Again, if WWE brought back the legendary ECW title or you can just say about that. If WWE brought back the ECW elements, I will definitely watch it will help to post up the ratings. I think WWE should bring back the hardcore limit. Okay, then the next step was getting in pay-per-view and in April of 1997, ECW and its first pay-per-view which was wildly successful by independent promotion standards by the November to remember 1997 pay-per-view in which the franchise Shane Douglas won for the third time the ECW World Heavyweight title entry over 3,000 fans to the Golden Dome in Pittsburgh, ECW was beginning to be considered and just the top indie in the country. But competition for WWE and WCW. For the first time ECW was being mentioned as in the same league as them as one of the big three. What went wrong? The worst thing that happened in that WWE and WCW would offer ECW stars contracts which ECW didn't have the money to match. It's very hard to stay successful when companies are raiding your roster for its best talent. You can just say the best talent. ECW lost Shane Douglas to WCW as well as the rest of the original triple that. Which had consisted of Shane Douglas, Chris Benoit, and Tim Malenko. WCW also took the public enemy away from ECW. The other big stars of EVW had to step up and did. Raven, Tommy Dreamer, The Sandman, Tabu, Rob Van Dam, Taz, The Turley Boys, The Gangstars, and The Eliminator Zone became WCW stars. I think this is not a double, it could be, it would be cyber. Okay. I think this article was wrong written. I just don't explain that. Okay. Eventually, they too would be lured away, and Paul Heyman, the genius behind ECW Current, make new stars as quickly as his old stars were being lured away by WWE and WCW for amounts of money. Hammond Current match. Finally, they received what they absolutely had to have if they were going to compete on national level and national TV deal with TNN. You can just say that with the full form of TNN, the Nashville network. Sadly, TNN never understood ECW. It forced ECW to cut its best material from the show because they saw it as too extreme and the national viewers on TNN. So, a very watered down ECW. The final blow was when WWE took ECW's heavyweight champion Taz and ECW's world tag team champion the Dudley Boys in one fell swoop. He out the title on Rhino, who, while promising, was just too green to be their champion. Also, TNN never ran any advertisements for ECW instead it instead it incessantly ran ads for his own creation. TNN's roller derby Heyman got so upset. Heyman got so upset with them with their relation that their relationship completely broke down to the point where Heyman was trying to get TNN to throw ECW off the air so that could be free to sign with another network. Sadly, that never happened. Once TNN did finally drop ECW, its roster was so depleted, and Heyman was in such debt, hadn't paid wrestlers in months, and old Shandow was seventy thousand bucks, and old Arvidian 300000 bucks. It was the end of ECW. They couldn't get. Oh, another network in time and ECW went under as a result. While ECW wasn't successful in ever seriously challenging WW or WCW, it played a mom- monumentally important role in influencing WWE to take an approach in which Vince McMahon, which had become complacent and prefect of ideas, simply stole all of Heyman's best ideas. WWE armed with ECWS ideas and to an extend their wrestling style managed to avoid getting avoid going bankrupt and turned the tide after being beaten for 72 weeks in the ratings. WWE finally won the ratings on week 73. He took off from there, putting WCW out of business at approximately the same time ECW went bankrupt. By the spring of 2001, WWE was the only truly national big league pro wrestling promotion and it has remained so ever since despite horribly declining quality over the years. But that is another story. I can just say about the WCW. WU teach WCW wW teach ecW. So there was the major things that everybody who didn't can't believe that okay and I can just say that <laughs> WW wants to destroy the W ECW and wCW elements because if ecW and wcW was called, things and you can just say that i got some new things that once a later they did it again but not in celebration of the old company but to launch the new version of ecw under the WWE banner you can just say that ecw returned once again but you can just say that this ecw the new returning ecw was under a WWE. Because it is under a WWE banner You could just say that WWE ECW Sounds like Not interesting Because the new returning ECW Was not so hardcore If you if you didn't bring The ECW elements Like hardcore they reserving it Then what's the meaning of the ECW This match is not gonna be extreme But I don't know ECW folded its tolls in 2001, but even today there are smatterings of cheers whenever Tommy River heads to the ring, ECW, ECW. Those cheers aren't just for the innovator of violence, they are paying homage to a bygone era. In 2004, the WWE released an excellent rise and fall of ECW DVD that easily became the company's best-selling release. According to legend, Robin M. had suggested to Vince McMahon an idea for a reunion show. He eventually gave the okay. And Tommy and Heyman first started on putting together 2005's one night stand. You can just say that. There are five best and five worst views of 2019 that number 10 is it wasn't extreme Number nine. Heyman didn't have control Number eight only one title. Number seven wins didn't understand number six talent exchange Number five VG What the ECW didn't like PG era, but why WW had put ECW PG era? You can just know the parental guidance era I don't like the PG era Please read really like that. Number four not enough ECW on the roster You can just say that some ECW wrestlers like RVD, Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, the Sandman, Balls, Mahoney Just incredible I know there are some ECW originals. You can just say that Darley boss but if you put WWSS's as car angle, you just say big show, that doesn't belong to the WC sorry, that doesn't belong to ECW. I think it would be drafted like that. I don't know. Okay. The third the third thing is ECW stars had to change. And number two is it wasn't its own brand and number one it wasn't counter culture yeah it's absolutely the good but i can see that cm punk debut on ecw and he rocked the world he shocked the world you can just say that cm punk W in wwe as a ecw brand but you can just say that cm punk is a mega star he made his career in impact roh and WWE has changed his career, it changed his style if he was not WWE, but well, I can just say that CM Punk was the most hardcore wrestler ever in ECW era. Okay, that's the main reason why ECW failed and why ECW, you can just say that the rise and fall of ECW. That's the ending of the episode 7. I can just say about that if you want to follow my podcast then please follow on listen on spotify apple podcast google podcast stitcher and many more i can just say about it and my podcast was also available on itunes okay so subscribe follow and listen freely to a podcast those wrestling lovers and those who didn't Love wrestling lovers. Then it's your own terms. I am, I am not going to forcing it. If I was in Rob wrestling podcast. And if I was in, in YouTube like that. And I can just say that. It doesn't depend upon. It depends upon your attitude. Your identity, but I can just say about that. It's your own terms. Do it. And be a star. Like that. I can just say about that. Thanks. And again say that United Kingdom was listening less than one but I see records came in day to day, night to night like that. Okay, but I could say that the ECW should watchable. The old eras always be old eras and the new era was always be a new era. New era can't feel like the ECW eras, but if you make them, you could be the champion. You could be a mega star like that. Okay. So that's it. That's all for today's guys. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. See you later on the next episode. Bye.